wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. And comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Welcome into the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Let's end the show right. It's Friday. Everyone's excited for the weekend. And in a couple hours, the Royals play actual baseball. They'll be taking on the Texas Rangers to open up Cactus League play in spring training. But first on today's show, we have your Fantasy Baseball Minute, we have the outfield position preview, and then we'll wrap it up with this weekend preview, telling you all the things you need to know about the upcoming slate of games. Let's start with the Fantasy Baseball Minute, and let's talk about Hunter Dozier today. The Fantasy Baseball Minute brought to you by our friends over at League Commish Hunter Dozier, an all-star last year, He's going to get moved to the outfield this year. I like him as an option if you're in a league that runs about you know five, six outfielders, maybe a utility guy. Here's why I like Hunter Dozier if you're in a deep league. At the plate, he's going to be very serviceable. He's going to get you numbers. He's going to put you over the hump. He won't be the guy that brings home the bacon, so to say, on your fantasy team, but he'll be someone who complements your roster very, very well. I think that you can't do much better than Hunter Dozier in that utility spot. You can't do much better than him as like a, you know, again, a sixth outfielder or a fifth outfielder, depending on how many outfield spots that your league has. Uh, I, I really like Hunter Dozier. He's going to move the outfield this year and get that designation. He's also going to be have, having that designation for a third base. So you can slide him in at third base whenever your third baseman, who is your normal everyday third baseman in fantasy, has the day off. He can slide right in there. You can put him at any outfield spot because most leagues just call it outfield. They don't actually list off center field, right field, left field. I've actually never heard of a league that does that. If you're in a league that does that, let me know on Twitter. So Hunter Dozier is a guy who has a ton of upside. Outside of Whit Merrifield, you're not going to see a guy on the Royals who you're going to want more in this draft. Maybe Salvador Perez due to the fact that the catcher position is so shallow. But overall, Hunter Dozier is going to provide a, a more upside at, at the plate. I think he can go anywhere from serviceable to very good and a steal in the fantasy baseball draft. So again, the fantasy baseball minute was brought to you by our friends over at League Commission, and let's have a word from them right now. What are you doing for the game? It's a universal question. Whether you're a casual follower, the tweets everything guy, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy that couldn't care less or makes everything into a competition person, We all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports, and League Commish exists to ensure that your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as well as lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as signing up with your preferences. You get matched, and then you approve of that match before any commitment 
on your end. So sign up with Lead Commish by February 29th and receive 15% off by entering the code Locked On in the referral spot of the sign-up form. The first 25 people to use our code Locked On receive their first match free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next sports league at leadcommish.com. So let's move into the outfield preview. Here's what I think is going to make it in the outfield. Who's going to make the opening day roster? I've got Whit Merrifield, of course. He's going to be your everyday center fielder. Alex Gordon, obviously, going to play left. Hunter Dozier is going to be everyday in right. So I've got those three guys playing every single day in the outfield. I've got two more bench bats who are going to be playing in the outfield. That's Brett Phillips and Bubba Starling. Let's start with Whit, though. With Whit Merrifield, you get a guy who's going to probably lead the league and hits again for the AL. I mean, an all-around great player, very versatile. His trade market is going to be on fire due to all the positions he can play and how great he is at the plate. We haven't even gotten to see him in a competitive environment just yet. I cannot wait for him to be in that environment, no matter if it's with the Royals or another team. I think he's a guy who can take his game to the next level if he's on a team that's actually competing. Alex Gordon... Gold Glover, probably going to win another one this year. He's going to be elite defensively. And he's going to be serviceable at the plate to start the year and then tail off at the end of the year, I think. I think he's going to have a repeat of exactly what he did last year. Hunter Dozier. Now, this is a guy I want to keep a watch on throughout spring training. He's, he's moving over to the right field corner from third base. He's played that in the minor leagues before. He's played it before in his career. However, this year, Rusty Coons is back. He's the first base coach for the Royals. He's also a tremendous outfield coach, and I want to see how much Dozier can develop underneath Rusty in Surprise, Arizona at spring training because he has all-star potential at the plate. He was an all-star. He's going to continue to be such at the plate, I believe. My biggest question for him this year is not is not anything related to hitting. It's how good is he in the outfield. Is he a guy who you have to hide defensively? Is he a guy who... You just have to live with it. He's going to be a bad defender, but you live with it because he's so good at the plate. Or can he be an average defender? And that's what his goal is. His goal should not be Alex Gordon. His goal shouldn't even be Whit Merrifield in the outfield. It should just simply be to be an average outfielder who rakes at the plate and makes up for being average at the dish. I think that Hunter Dozier still has untapped potential. He's still young, believe it or not. And I think that Hunter Dozier can take that next step this season. For Brett Phillips and Bubba Starling, my biggest questions are how much are they going to play? I don't think that you want to give up on Brett Phillips, and I do not think you want to give up on Bubba Starling just yet. That's why I think that they both make the club. What does Bubba Starling have left in the tank? I mean, he's getting up there in age, and, and you know he's only been in the big leagues for a year, but, I mean, it took him so long to get here, and he's been through so much in his career. I mean, it was so bad that they had to call him up the AAA just so that way he didn't have to keep looking at his AA numbers on the scoreboard because it was making him... You know, perform worse. Just it was compounding the problem, seeing how bad he was hitting in Double A. I mean, this this kid, you know, you, you you hurt for him because you know at one time he had the whole world in front of him. You know, potentially being a quarterback at Nebraska, then getting drafted so high by the hometown Royals, and it just has not panned out. And and he had some flashes last year. He had some bright spots, and you're hoping for his sake that he can turn it around. And this is the year he takes that leap in his career and and turns into an everyday outfielder and can be the guy next in line because Gordon is only hanging on by a thread. I mean, Gordon only has a year left in him. I think he's going to retire after this year. So my biggest question is not only how much can Brett Phillips play and how much can Bubba Starling play, but can they be the 
next guy? Can they be the next guy in line for Alex Gordon whenever he's gone? What about Whit Merrifield? He's not a for sure thing to be here in 2021. So that could be two outfield spots opening up in 2021. How are you going to fill them? Do you have that in your system? Do you have that with Starling? Do you have that with Phillips? After the break here in the Lockdown Rose podcast and the Lockdown Podcast Network, we'll continue to discuss the outfield and then we'll also set the table for the week end ahead. So we're back here on the Locked On Royals podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Again, I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. So what would I give this outfield group as a grade? I would say this group, whenever you consider the fact that Dozier is an all-star and a, and a potential all-star, when you consider the fact that Whitmerfield is going to be a solidified all-star, when you consider the fact that Alex Gordon is going to be another gold glove winner, although he's a liability at the plate most of the year, I'd give it a solid B-plus, A-minus group. I mean, again, when you can feature two All-Stars for three spots, that's incredible, but you just wish you can get more out of Gordon at the plate. You wish you could get more out of your bench bats for whenever guys need days off and we're rotating guys in and out. Uh, but this group is a solid one. I, I mean, who, what other outfields would you rather have in baseball right now? Then, then if I could give you Whit Merrifield, Hunter Dozier, and Alex Gordon. Now, there are some, and, and believe me, the top-end teams have a ton of talent in the three outfield spots. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for what the Royals are, for the fact that they are not trying to win right now, for the fact that they're just trying to improve a little bit and just trying to get over that 100-loss plateau, you know, get under, I should say, that 100-loss plateau, I, I don't know who what else you can ask for in the outfield for a building blocks and whenever you got Hunter Dozier, uh, and Whit Merrifield out there. I mean, we'll see how long Whit Merrifield lasts in Kansas City. He has the talent to last for a long time. But with that talent, you might want to trade him and get something for him. We've, we've talked about this before on the Lockdown Royals podcast. You can go back and listen to that episode. But this outfield group is a good one. It's it's a very, very good one. And I cannot wait to watch and see how it unfolds. Again, the biggest questions being, can Brett Phillips and Bubba Starling get playing time? I mean, and when they get playing time, can they capitalize on it and prove that they need to be in the discussion to take over Witt's job whenever he's traded or take over Gordon's job whenever he's retired. So it'll be fun to monitor that all year long. So I want to talk about this weekend. Now, the Royals play three baseball games this weekend, all in the afternoon starting on Friday against the Rangers. Saturday, they'll play the Angels. That game will be televised on Fox Sports West and MLB.tv. It's not going to be an MLB network because I, I saw that the Astros and Cardinals game uh, is that the Astros and Nationals game excuse me will be on MLB network of course you want to follow the Astros scandal and you want to get their first game against live pitching uh, you know on TV Sunday afternoon again they'll play the Indians all these games start at about two o'clock central time 205 Friday 210 Saturday 205 Sunday so again that's the Rangers Angels and Indians only the Angels game will be on TV. The other games will be on radio only for Kansas City, of course, 610 Sports Radio. You can also listen to it online at MLB.com. I'm pretty sure that for spring training, they offer that service for free. Uh, but I do have MLB TV, so I don't have to worry about if it's free or not, because uh, I've already paid the piper on that one. Uh, but in terms of how the weekend shakes out, here are your starters. Friday, we're going to start with Jorge Lopez. And so he's a guy... Who gets? I say that a lot. I say here. I say he's he's a guy or here's a guy. I really need to cut that out a little bit. So I want somebody, if you're up to it, to count how many times I say that about somebody. He's a guy or here's a guy. Because I really need to get that under control. But Jorge Lopez, 
I almost said is a guy, but Jorge Lopez is a pitcher who Royals fans are very interested in, and, and for good reason, because when you watch him pitch, when you watch what he throws, when you watch what he delivers, you see a player that has big league stuff. His movement on pitches is disgustingly good, but he cannot figure it out. He cannot get that ERA down. He cannot put it together in the big leagues. So this first start against the Rangers is going to be huge, and, and, and he's going to be a guy that's monitored all year long. From, from now until September, Jorge Lopez is a guy who's going to be under the microscope. So how does he perform on Friday? Saturday against the Angels, you're going to have Scott Blewett. He'll start the game against the Angels. That'll be on TV again on Fox Sports West. And again, if you don't have Fox Sports West on your on your TV carrier, that will be for free on MLB TV. I'm pretty sure about that. Again, I already pay for this service, so I don't really know. But in my experience, it's always been free to start spring training. So the Sunday game against the Indians, Brad Keller will be on the bump for the Royals. Brad Keller, a guy who you think that, I said it again, who you think that is going to be the Royals' opening day starter. Uh, Mike Matheny has left the door open for Danny Duffy to start, and I don't blame him. You know, you don't want to... Ned Yost was a guy who would always... God, I said it again. Who would always leave the door closed in that discussion. He'd, he'd name his opening day starter the first day at camp. I mean, he, he would name Duffy or whoever's going to start the first day at camp. Matheny's trying to slow play the situation a little bit. For my money... I'm going to put it on Brad Keller to be the opening day starter, and so he'll get the start on Sunday against the Indians. So again, the rotation for this weekend, Lopez, Blewett, Keller. Monday, we'll be back on the Lockdown Rolls podcast to recap everything from the weekend. The best and worst of the weekend for the Royals and spring training as a whole. We're going to have baseball back on Friday. I just cannot wait. I mean, it starts Friday with the Royals and Rangers. That's that's the only two uh, major league teams that, that are in competition with each other. The Red Sox play uh, some Boston college team. Uh, the Tigers play some some college team, I think. And then the Twins play the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be very fun to watch this all unfold. Saturday, we've got a full slate of MLB action as we do on Sunday. And then we'll be back again on Monday afternoon to recap everything that happened over the weekend. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm just so excited to get the season underway. Thank you all for listening to the Lockdown Rolls podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Get at me on Twitter. Let me know what you think about this weekend as it unfolds at Ryland underscore styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Let me know what you would like to hear me discuss and just, you know, whatever your opinions are. I want to hear them. I want the show to be very interactive with you guys at home. I cannot thank you enough for the support so far in this podcast. What we've grown so far after launching this podcast in January has been incredible. I mean, I cannot, again, thank you guys enough. So be good and be good. So another one, we'll see you next week on the Lockdown Rolls podcast.